Don't let someone steal your great idea. Register a domain name now and put your idea online. GoDaddy is offering one new or transfer.com for the low price of $2.95. 295. Whether you're building your dream business or starting a website for fun, visit GoDaddy.com and enter the code KREN295, K-R-E-N-N-295 at checkout. It's go time. Some limitations apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Jim Cren No Restrictions Podcast. We are worldwide, we are nationwide on the Sideshow Network. The boys are in studio, Terry Jones, John Evans, Mike Waisaki. Ladies and gentlemen, Jim Cren. Jim Cran, no restrictions on the Sideshow Network. It's no restrictions west, actually. And as I said, regulars, Dave uh, uh, Settlemeyer, Frank Mergy, Wayne Wow, Corey Gale, Josh Foley, our producer, John Evans, Mike Wysocki, Terry Jones, Ryan, the intern, are all there still. In the, but, but we have a special uh, uh, West Coast version of the show. One of my, my buddies, my family here in, in L.A., uh, Greg Hahn, Frank Nicotero, Mark Eddy. Yeah, the L.A. edition. The L.A. edition here. <laughs> Bam! And, West Coast. Yeah, man. I, you know... It's funny. These guys uh, moved out here, and, I, and I've been coming out here more and more. You know, as my friends at the Sideshow Network to do the podcast and, and, and do some other podcasts. I got a chance to do uh, uh, some great podcasts. Uh, Adam Hunter's World, uh, oh, yeah, who's great. Uh, Bob, Zaney Bob Zaney and his yeah. uh, wife, Aaron, lovely wife Aaron. But that was that was fun doing doing those two shows. And you know, I have a lot of great shows on the Sideshow Network, man. And Aaron O'Connor, Jesus, Aaron O'Connor oh, from right. Pittsburgh, girl. Yeah, beautiful, I, well, I funny. Worked with one of my first MCing weeks ever was yep. with Aaron O'Connor. Yeah. Didn't she say I owe my career to her? Because you said that you sent that message to me, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, uh, Mike, uh, what is she a comic? Also, was yeah, oh yeah. I don't pay attention. Is that Sandy's wife? Sandy's <laughs> <laughs> wife. Yeah. All right, man. Let's go I'm back in. And I, yeah. go. Welcome to DefCon Four, everybody. Podcast. Is that okay? Welcome to School. Scorched Earth. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> I, did, I did. My buddy's uh, Fra- Fraser Smith and uh, Joe Bartnick. Joe, Joe Bartnick. The Fraser and uh, Joe Bartnick from uh, he's a Pitts- show. Pittsburgh yeah. boy. Were on you on the show? No, yeah. no, I'm going to be on Sunday. Oh, Sunday. Okay. okay. Great guys. Uh, yeah. did, I did Puck Off. Yeah, they we do talk. a big hockey thing, yeah. Puck Off is a great, it's a great show. Yeah. It's on side uh, show. You know what? It's funny because Joey's from Pittsburgh, man. No matter what. They talk about that it goes right to the Penguins halfway through. So that was perfect <laughs> oh. for me to be a guest. Yeah, I exactly. could jump in there and talk pens with him. So. Uh. But yeah, Fra- he's, a, he's a legend man here yeah. in town, oh, right? Fraser. You, you, you talk about so many people moving out here, though, too, just to digress a little bit. You know, yeah. Pittsburgh, a lot of us comics here, Frank, yeah. myself, a few other guys have moved out here over the years. <coughs> you, you really helped so many of us. I, it's amazing. Hey, like back when oh, I just thanks, was guys. getting into right. comedy, Frank, you'd been doing it maybe a year or two you know, ahead of me, and I was in the band and all that <laughs> shit. And I was. I <laughs> wanted to do comedy. We all wanted to do it, man. But, you know, so many, you know, where do you go? Where do you do it? And where do you find it, like a viable place to do it where you're not getting in front of 10 people that are, you know. But every Tuesday night, do you remember the yeah, Funny Bone? Sold out. Station right? Square. It was Tuesday, sold we out. 300 to 400 people. Yeah, it was the best uh-huh. show The ever. balcony was full. <laughs> Is that right? And that was our, that was that was the biggest. Well, explain. Yeah, Jimmy mean, was hosting, and it. Jimmy it was, was promoted on the radio. Right, promoted it that day. On so the it was morning. sold out. So I was in Orlando. I didn't hear a thing. Never got a call. <laughs> I didn't know yet, Greg. Is there a problem there, Jimmy, with us? <laughs> well, you know, it's fun. It's we're real. <laughs> Not pro- a word. Nothing. I'm proud of these guys. First decade, it tanked. We're, we're, we're <laughs> practice. No gigs. But, 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 but it's funny, Greg. I'm proud of these guys. I, I uh, you know, when I was doing, you know, did stand up, and then I was doing radio, and I had enough experience doing six years on the road. To be able to see, ta- you know, if someone was talented, yeah. and Mark and Frankie, not only talented, but just good people, you know, just reg- good guys, you know, trying. And uh, so, believe me, they, these are these guys would have helped me also. So, you know, they would have did it for me as they are now. It's amazing. It's the coolest thing now. I thought of that too. I thought, uh, you know, real proud of the success these guys have because, you know, fast forward uh, these several years, and the last time I was out here, we were, we were sitting in a bar, I think, in a laugh factory and stuff. I think that's where it was, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it was Frank and, and Mark, and, and it's just like, wow, man, my boys are just, you know, doing so well. And do you remember who was on stage? One of yes, the guy oh we God, know from Pittsburgh. It was, it was like a Pittsburgh connection yeah. to our guys. It was, it was like you meet him, we knew from Shang Force, we knew from Pittsburgh and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He just yeah. goes by Shang now. Yeah, yeah. 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 Shang, Shang. Yeah, and I 
this guy. Different, but he's, different, different yeah, hairdos. Different hairdos, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I know. But the, the, uh, it was a yes, Pittsburgh connection. He's another nice Pittsburgh guy. guy there's, there's so it's many. It's a great guys. Pittsburgh yeah. connection. There, and there's younger guys that have come out now, yes. like do nights, and they're like, oh, you should know me. He's from Pittsburgh. I'm like, I haven't been there you know, as a regular. Forever. Yeah, you know. But, you know, the first time I did DVE, I was asked to do DVE, and you and uh, Scott, your yeah. Scott Paulson, your uh-huh, partner. My first partner. Um, you guys were doing a live show at Graffiti, and I came down, and it was my first, like, two-minute yes. spot, yeah. and it was, like, The Tonight Show in Pittsburgh, you know? Yeah. It was like, this is a big deal. And I remember Scott asking me, he goes, okay, I need to know your last line mm-hmm. so I can go right into a commercial or a song. Yeah. And th- no one will remember this person. Maybe you will. My last <laughs> line was... Um, uh, well, thank you, Mrs. DeSillers. And there was a kid named Ronnie DeSillers who was like sick or dying. And his mom was oh. asking for all this money to help him. But she was going out and buying cars and spending money. Okay. Oh. So I, it was like a local timely joke. Punch, yeah. But yeah. I remember that. I couldn't tell you any other material I did on thousands of appearances on TV. But I remember my first like set. And I remember it. And it was my outline. And, and it was. Skyla, and it was like got a big loud. I was on early at Graffiti. And it was like. We had a half a million like, listeners. Okay, we had a half a million people following. It was just like the t- where? Show. Where? This is uh, up until the I left. About? Yeah, the morning show worked on oh, a half a million. Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's and uh, yeah, it was amazing following. Listeners just just awesome and just really, really, uh, you know, they loyal. Are they listening now? They're, I hope so. Yeah, I hope they're punching over to the podcast here. We're, we're trying to but get see, them. But see, but the power of so. that. But Jimmy, the power of having us on was where we could promote shows, and then all yeah. of a sudden we exactly. come out and there'd be people there. Yeah. Like I would do a weekly thing at Kangaroos. I would I would host the sumo wrestling, and I got I got two hundred every week. Wednesday from 7 to 9, I emceed the sumo wrestling where people had to get pumped up and put in these suits, and I got paid $200 cash. We're talking like 90 91 This is it, it up everybody's platform. Oh, my God. It, it really, was great. Instantly. And it was amazing. The, and the girls that you could meet, too. Oh. Ah, the benefits. Oh, the benefits. The, I'm just saying for right. a young guy. Part of the I game, got 200 man. bucks in my pocket on a Wednesday. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants Comedy uh, rock and roll. Who they, wants they went well together. Afterwards. They yeah. went well together, guys. <laughs> Head down to Jurgles and buy some afterdrinks. <laughs> those, those were fun times. Those were great days. They really were. No, honestly, and I agree with uh, Mark bringing that up out of the blue. But it's so totally exciting. true. It's yeah. so exciting now. You guys, Mentor. like I said, pay, talk about paying it back when you guys give me these gigs around town here in L.A. and uh, give me a chance to, you know. Please, it's the least we can do. And it's been fun the last, believe it or not. It's like been a blessing not being on a radio, believe it or not. You know, great. Yeah. Time. I got to try you time. The freedom. You like the freedom. Time to write. You know, you time did it to perform. for every year for I mean, how many years? Twenty four years. Twenty four years. <laughs> that's unheard. You know, my dad was in radio. As, one of the legends. My dad was a DJ in yeah, Pittsburgh. Hall of Fame guy. Yeah. I don't think he ever stayed more than three or four years at one station. You know, there's just yeah. so much hiring and Jim, firing. Twenty. To go a quarter of a, quarter century, of a century. Yeah. yeah. In the same time slot. Now are you traveling now. Really? You on the road more. More so. It's harder more to so. Have pets. Tougher to have pets, man. My goldfish. <laughs> you know, floating upside down top of his bowl now for like a year and a half. Not backstroke. Upside Greg. down on top of its bowl. Could Not be good. dead. Time will tell. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing jokes. What a, a joke, everybody. He I could, couldn't spit it out. It took like so an I, and a half. See, I got, no payoff. See, it was my, a long time. You've right never heard of me. you got to have... My, all your, Pittsburgh, you I'm coming to your town. What club's over there? Uh, we got improv. Oh, yeah. Bring, the improv. The bring improv. an improv there. Yeah. Why don't we just bring this whole team and play the improv? We will yeah, do that. I'm, all right, we're in. All right, guys? Let's book it. You'd love Pittsburgh. You've been to Pittsburgh. I'll be pissed. Have you been to Pittsburgh? You've played in all your travels? Not that not that comedy club. No, but... I do the corporate shows. Yeah, corporate. I think it was for Heights I did a show. You know, the corporate gigs are amazing, man. Man, I love them. People don't realize. I love them too. They're they're, they're the bread and butter. Like you need four yeah. or five different acts for corporate for yeah. money to make a living in comedy. <laughs> yeah, you need corporate gig money, right? Right. You need comedy club money, right? Uh, you need whatever the hell else money. College, <laughs> college, college. kidding, college. man. The college and part, you know, four, four good corporate gigs bought my car. Yes. <laughs> no, you guys. Corporates are, the, are I awesome. Can, I loved them. I was never good at corporates. Of course, we know. You why. could if you wanted to. I could, but hey, I remember. I took you I, on some. Just, I just when, when you were a kid. You, you, oh, you took me on a lot, but just mm-hmm. my yeah. I was like nineteen. Dude, I'm talking about how many college students are here. Right. It's different now. But I remember as I got a little older, David Michael, comedian friend of ours, who did a lot of corporate work too. Yeah. He had a wedding or something. Thing. And I bought a suit for the wedding. He goes, "Oh no, Frankie bought a wedding. Frankie bought a suit. There goes my corporate gigs. <laughs> I know you're my corporate gigs. Not because you bought a suit. <laughs> I know. would never book me. He's like, you got a sweater, but you can need a suit. I'm like, I don't know a suit. Oh my And I God. bought a suit. And I like, don't wear a suit. Right. <laughs> well, nowadays, <laughs> but back then, they're like yeah. rock gigs now, bro. They they yeah. produce them. Uh-huh. Greg will they're tell you. Now, yeah. They're like major like concerts. Mm-hmm. They're like major concerts. They've got 
Huge sound systems flown in, big Megatron you know, TVs. They're starting to get it though, because oh, a lot, a lot really? of stuff. Yeah, you banquet. Or you do a lunch, a lunch. Day. That's fine. Pays yeah. the same a lot of times. Hell they just yeah. used to be right? so stuffy. You know, they used to be. They so They used stuffy. to be, but they're, you, 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 you do have to be a little careful. You can't, right. you can't go up there dropping f bombs. You got different talk about Your ass oh, yeah. and your dick. You know, they don't want to hear that. But you know. Be a Clean risky. it up a little bit. Walk the line risky. for sure, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's I don't good. walk the line. I'm squeaky clean. Greg Hahn. Greg Hahn. Boom. There you go. <laughs> squeaky clean. Call Frank Merging Death Shot of My Town Network Inc. We can do corporate. Then just do it. That's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. Corporate man. foursome. No, it's, they're, they're isn't, fun, it is, man. It is they a great. It's a great job, man. Comedy, isn't it? It's a great way to make a living. Oh. You know, we're lucky. Well, it's I don't always know what else I could do with that comedy. I don't know if I could do anything else. Really. But it's I mean, a, even like fun. you know, I, I work at Bed Bath and Beyond. Could you do that? <laughs> really? Let's pick it. Let's stuff, pick man. what we could do. I if could you, sell cars. Are you going to say Bed Bath and Beyond? Is I, it, could, it, I love working there. I love how it smells. I've never good. worked there before. No, I'm just saying. Imagine if this. If this, the bottom yeah. drops out, that's where I'm going. I, <laughs> I, when I was a, and, when I was a kid in in, in Pittsburgh, I always my dream because yeah. I thought it was the coolest job was the guy who managed the cafeteria of the Greyhound bus station cafeteria <laughs> oh, manager oh, right. I could do that I think you I could good? Do. Food you lived tough, right though. down the street it from is. that thing yeah. it is but I studied the guy Greg I yeah. think I can pull that one off yeah. but, uh, that would be like my dream one I think Yeah. so what would bus you station. do Mark if it wasn't comedy cafeteria. and music you can't count entertainment is yeah, yeah I won't even question. count entertainment okay no music no comedy can I work at uh, Bed Bath & Beyond honestly probably a teacher maybe a teacher you'd be a good teacher wow be a pushover, but I'd be all right. You know that be that's hard yeah, job. I could teach, I could do. That. I saw Tony Danza in a reality show. He wanted to be a teacher. Did you see? Oh that? yeah, he was going to teach English or something. <laughs> he starts oh, crying yeah, in yeah. the middle of it. <laughs> I was like, it's just so tough. Oh, I didn't know you had to spell. <laughs> it's like one of those things. Yeah, I was like, uh, how about a coach? That would be bad. Coach. coach. Oh, I want to be coach. a coach. Kids think you know pain. <laughs> oh, you don't man. know pain till you find out your third wife is a transvestite. Run the plays. <laughs> I don't drink because I want to. I drink because I have to. Defense, who's got Wilson? <laughs> wow. Greg, I am in, man. Can I? I, I I'm going to work. I'm oh, going to be your assistant who's manager at Bed Bath and & Beyond yeah. and your assistant coach. Yeah. I'll be there, man. I'll be Too like, what well, Greg said. I'm back. What about Frank? You sales. Say. I think sales of some sort. Sales? I think, yeah. I I think, you sales. I think wouldn't I think it be like annoying? Medical sales or something. Yeah. Something. Yeah. That's hard. I want the money. Monster bag. Yeah, exactly. Oh, he's selling L.A. Yeah. I got something. You get a lot of pills. Yeah, you have a lot of free pills. Get out there with that bag. Realtor Frank. Realtor Frank. Oh, I could never be a realtor. Viagra. Viagra you could sell. Wow. could be the boner king. Right? Yeah. Put the red, white, and blue shorts on. Imagine yeah. that. Oh my you have a little God. bag. Whoever does the bo- right, whoever does Viagra, man, they have to have. You'd have to have a boner. Great, right? walking to a doctor's office. You got to show the proof that it works. I would have one all. I'd wear one all the time. Take Proud a half. It. I got them half hard. Yeah, man, the little blue pill T-shirt, the boner. I'd wear it. Half Proud. Hard. I travel a lot now. Did I do my goldfish joke already? You I did. did. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was good, man. It was good, right? It was funny. It was I funny. It you know, since I last it's in, you know, it's in. <laughs> I'm going to do it again, but I think I... I, I we, we did a show at, uh, you know, at the, the Ventura Comedy Club, and we, we talked about that last show, but... Uh, it's a cool club, man. I really like what the clubs nice out here. Club, yeah. in, in, Ventura Harbor. Ventura Harbor. Harbor. Last night. And right, I saw you writing, you know, throwing some new material out there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That that is all. It's an interesting thing, isn't it? Turn the material, over, man. Yeah. How 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 fast do you have to do it out here? As far as because you know, the crowds are more transient, you're not getting a lot of same. No, crowd it's it's hard. It's hard here in a way because say you're doing like the Laugh Factory, you got 20 minutes set. Right. You can work on some new stuff, but also you got to remember the manager's always there. You're being judged. The, you're being well, judged a lot. You never know who's in the. That's crowd. why I like clubs like Ventura. Yeah, outside of the city, you go out to Ventura. Yeah. It's right. not that far out. It's like a road room, but it's close to right. town, and you can you can. You know, it's not like you go to Comedy and Magic Club, Hermosa mm-hmm. Beach. You got to bring your A game. Yeah, and Ice House. You're with the best like of the best. You're the, the majors, best of the man. best. Right. The majors, and, the, and the weekends at the Laugh Factory. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, and weekends the at the Laugh Factory. You, you got to bring the A material because yeah. you have one bad. Scene. You don't you get booked back. Yeah, you, you ever, go out there. You can fuck around a little bit. The audience is a little looser. It's, yeah. it's nice. You ever read any uh, writing books? I just read The War of Art. You ever read that? No, I've heard of the art. No, I read art. Is that what it's called? Oh, yeah, I read. A lot of guys like it. Is it like a writing book? Or the yeah, how to it's write? A writing book. Turns out, what you're supposed to do is you got to sit down, right? You got to sit down and write. <laughs> It's a whole book, man. Don't it's a whole deal. How many pages? Was it a pen? Sit down <laughs> and write. Sit down and it's write. one page. No, really that's large. That's all part of it. When you're not going to write, change your mind and write. And write. That's the whole book. It's a 72 font. But, but see, the road, when you're doing the road, you're doing like a 45-minute set, yeah. then you can throw in as oh, much new stuff as you play want. around, yeah. You go along. But here, there's a little, it's a little, it's pressure because you feel yeah. like, oh, shit. I get into it a is. rhythm. Like I do a, there's a standard 10 that I do. Mm-hmm. Right. Like almost, you know, every, every week for the most part. 
But, you know, I'll, I'll move it. And I got a couple of different 10-minute sets, you know. Like I got maybe a three or four. But there's one that I, I, I do is like my A set. It's your set. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like this, the one I do. See, yeah. it's, it's the tough thing is I, I, I like to – I've gotten into as I've gotten older more in the story – yeah, wow. Telling, it's they're fun. It's fun to but do. That's always been your specialty too. It's my, been my wheelhouse. Yeah. It, it, it's harder to come up with the, to figure out the punches, though. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they, I'm, I'm, I'm working on one. Let's do one here. Right here. You guys can help me. You guys are brilliant. It's right. not about a, it's not about a goldfish, is it? Okay. No. There is. It is about no. <laughs> step on. You can't. The step story on. is it's based this based off a true story. You know, I want to bring this on stage. It's happened, and uh, the way I'm trying to angle it, I'm thinking and. Uh, I may have told a version of this on uh, the, the show a, long, a while ago, so please uh, be patient if you heard some versions <laughs> of this story. But I'm trying to bring it on stage. But uh, my, uh, my wife married 20 years in, in, in meeting relatives, and when you have to meet your wife's relatives, it, it, you're, they're, they're her family becomes your family. And I mean, I've been lucky, great in-laws and stuff, and yeah, I love them all. I, I'm dysfunctional, so I'm fine with you know, <laughs> I, I cousins and stuff. But uh, my wife, uh, we had met her, uh, met her Aunt Jo. Was in her nineties, and in in Ancho's son's uncle Smoke, who was about sixty some, and uh, and they lived in Maryland. She kept saying, "Hey, we gotta go down and visit Aunt Joe and Uncle Smoke." I said, yeah, okay, it's months before. Finally, okay, yeah, I'm fine. They seem nice, and so we drive down, and Aunt Joe lives lives in a trailer trailer court, okay, in Frederick, Maryland, and it was a cool <laughs> little little trailer court, and, and and Smoke lived across the street in another trailer, and, and when I when I got there, I remember pulling up. And, and there was this dog that Aunt Joe. Now Aunt Joe's a sweet little old lady, and in you know, like ninety pounds, like she was in her nineties, like yeah, and she had this big fly swatter, big big red fly swatter holding her hand. And there's a screen door, and there's this dog who is solid muscle. He is like a Boston Terrier, maybe mixed with something, and definitely juicing because he had like he literally had muscles, <laughs> yeah. like you know, like he was doing roids. like a cartoon, the cartoon yeah. roids, yeah. And, and his name was Chippy, and I'm not I'm not even exaggerating this, guys. But the moment. The, the, the door opened up. Chippy violently humped my leg. <laughs> oh, violent. Violent. And, like, and strong like and like, yeah, like, you know, and he's less on me. And I'll remember Aunt Joe's had a high pitched and she, and she goes, Chippy, like that. And she'd say, Chippy. And, and she had a fly swatter and like a ninja, wax him. That's why she had it. And he gets afraid and startled and he scurries away. And I'm thinking, I got to deal with Chippy for like four or five days. It was like, you know, it was a long weekend. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. So I'm thinking, well, maybe it would only happen once. And no, I'm not kidding. He would now, he works the shoulder. He kept, he's on my shoulder. And, and I'm not kidding. I'd be, the, I'd be on the sofa. I'm watching TV. Boom, Chippy, shoulder, going at it. And I mean like this, like, wow. like that thing. And, I, and, then, and then, boom, she'd hit the, the fly swatter. Eventually, Aunt Joe gave me the swatter. It got that weird. Yeah, I was gonna say you need your own swatter. And she gave it, yeah. And Chippy would, and he'd wait, he'd wait. I'm not, he'd wait in the in the bedroom. I'd open the door. Chippy be there like six thirty in the morning. There he is, just waiting for me. You know, I'm like, oh Jesus Christ, I'm scary. He's like Hannibal Lecter. You know, hello, guys. So anyway, that's fine. I'm handling Chippy. That's fine. Yeah, that was just a side that's thing. The that's, the right. yeah. uh, that's the good part. That's the good part. Uh, the good news. The, 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 the Uncle Smoke made a nice, nice guy. He, he, the Uncle Smoke looked like Dave from Wendy's, kind of. Right. Picture that look, okay? Yeah. And, he, and he had his hat that said smoke. And uh, he had his family and stuff, his sons and stuff. Well, and his parents have one son, okay, uh, Calvin. Uh, Calvin got out of jail for something. And I know what he got out of jail for. And we're just talking, kind of meeting, first day, you know, smoke. And he's going, he wants to take me around Frederick, show me like Civil War stuff or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm going along, I'm a guest. And the guest's fine, pretty, you know. And, and, he, and he goes, uh, I don't know where. He goes, yeah, Kelvin, just get out. That's how it sounded. Pretty good knuckle smoke impression if you ever meet him. <laughs> he goes, Kelvin, uh, just get out of prison about a week ago. And I'm like, what do you do, Uncle Smoke? And he went, Jimmy, he didn't know that drug dealer was in the house when he lit it on fire. Oh, That's all he said. I'm like, oh, yeah, I know. I'm like, I didn't even get any further. I'm like, wow. So, but he he's out. Know. But he's out, and he's going good. Things oh, are going good. <laughs> you, you didn't yell. He toasted the guy. Yeah, I, and it was like, I was thinking that. Though, yeah. And he's like, well, you know, don't. But uh, you know, he's going to like it. You don't meet a lot of people, so anyway, we, we go out. But we go, but we go out. We tour this area. The whole thing. This is the, the wild part. Was at the end of the day, 
We, we went everywhere. And, 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 and we're sitting in a trailer. And there's like 10 relatives, all friends and relatives were, uh, of Uncle Smokes. And, and I'm tired as shit. It's like midnight. And you know how you're a guest and you want to go to bed that you can't because you're a guest? You know, <laughs> Chippy had been humping me. I mean, I've been touring. <laughs> oh, uh, and, and I've driven. And I, no, I'm, not, I'm, I'm half asleep. And they're all talking, okay? And Hetty's half asleep. And I'm like there. And, Andrew, and we're all sitting there like a, this trailer. Picture like 10 people. I'm squeezed in like a, almost like in a circle thing on the chairs. And there's smoke with the hat. And Smoke and Calvin decide to get into an argument. I mean, a weird argument which is of who had it worse in life and, and, and yeah and, and to win and i'm half listening because it's kind of interesting in a weird way you know and, and, and to win smoke goes let me tell you something you think you had it hard what about me what about me i mean uh, dolores left me uh the restaurant went under uh i killed that lady uh, then the tax <laughs> thing then the car <laughs> yes Glances right at her. In the middle, <laughs> I killed that lady. And I killed that lady. In the middle, I sw- and I'm like, Tom, I woke up. I'm like, holy shit. And he was like, and I look at Hetty, and I'm like, Hetty, do you know? She doesn't know. And her voice went even bit, No, like I don't know. I never heard. <laughs> you never heard if he killed. She goes, I have no idea. Like, so anyway, he, I, he they, they leave and something. So I'm. We go to, I'm back in the back room. Remember, it was pitch dark. And I remember an hour went by. I know Hetty wasn't asleep. I wasn't. I just said, Hetty, do you know why he killed the lady? Is he a serial killer? <laughs> is he going to sneak in here and kill me? Is he, 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 he give off? I don't, what is it? I don't know. So I said, I got to ask. Yeah. It's going to be rude, though. I'm going to ask. Next morning, she was there, 7 30, whatever, and just making you know, eggs. He comes walking. I, I had the very first words. He didn't even, I didn't even get to sit down. I said, Smoke, how did you kill a lady? Did you kill a lady? <laughs> and he went, Oh, that. Oh, that. Oh, that. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, To see somebody, well, Jimmy, um, it, was, it was raining. And it was a hard day, and, uh, and I was driving, and it was dark. And uh, the lady, who was 95 years old, was deaf, dumb, and blind. She should have had her caretaker attached to her. And anyway, she wandered off in this picnic, wandered on the road. And I was making a bend, and she wandered out on the road, deaf, dumb, and blind. Next oh. thing you know, I hit her, and she rolled up on the windshield, and her little face was right in front of the windshield. Like that. I'll never, oh, my I'll, God. Wait, because I'll never forget it. It gets emotional. Yeah. Because I'll never forget it. I swear to God, he said, because I couldn't. I couldn't drive again for two weeks. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> two two weeks. weeks. I couldn't drive again for two weeks. That was it. Two <laughs> weeks. You thought it was like, I know. I 20 years. Just two years. I haven't been behind Maybe the wheel yet. Maybe drive again. I don't know. I couldn't drive for two I weeks. But anyway, that's the story, which I think oh has got God. some potential to do. Yeah. But I need, I don't know if that, that's, I don't know if it's a good enough punchline to drive for two weeks. And, you know, so so we're, that's what I'm trying to figure the angle. Well, I think maybe Chippy had you sex know. with the corpse. Maybe, <laughs> maybe Chippy said, I don't know. No, <laughs> or there, does that work? Does but it, it work? Reminds me of your, but it's your punchline like on a curve, you know, mm-hmm. I did. It's, it's that buildup in the release of yes. a punchline. So it, the punchline. Yeah. I think the maybe two it works. thing, yeah. Maybe that'll maybe, get the punch. We, maybe you plant something earlier yeah. about him. Like some, maybe he was really upset when he lost the restaurant or something, and he's like, I couldn't, I didn't run another business for 14 years. It, it, yeah, but that a couple other things up. in there, yeah. So I, 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 and then the driving's here, like, oh, it must have been another never, two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, and then, another, yeah. there's got to be another like a buildup or something to build up. Right. Calvin has to have another time thing <laughs> that's yes. normal on some <laughs> other accident. There, you know, it's funny, too. Yeah, and, I never and, rode another horse after yeah, that. Right. Or, you know, 18 17 years. years. Yeah, it's Well, you know what? You know, you were talking about how him and the guy who got out of prison yes smoke and calvin calvin right, yeah so maybe calvin when they're having that discussion you got to hear some calvin stuff right so maybe whatever calvin maybe he's did more did he say yeah. anything about torching that lady in the house no, no I, he kept, never got I, kept, I never got into it no i was afraid yeah that's good no, yeah that wow. was just no he but the didn't, calvin he didn't thing, know but he didn't the know drug dealer it was a, tr- it was a drug dealer drug yeah, yeah, he, yeah he didn't no, know he didn't know he was in there so maybe you're talking about maybe calvin was in jail for like 10 years and smoke's like how long were you in jail he's like 10 years and and you know and smoke right wow 10 years that's you know there's got to be something something to beat up beating working the two weeks so, so I got, we'll it, it's funny how those things go, these stories, and you guys do the same thing. It's like the stage is the way to go. I mean, yeah, in other words, you almost have to get on the stage and try all these different angles. You've got to right. work it to out. see how the audience yeah. reacts. See, some, I mean, I, I'm the same way. I go up with an idea or something like that. Right. Do you write verbatim? Do you write word for word? Do you do just throw I think it out? so. Yeah? Pretty close. Pretty close. Pretty yeah. close to it? Yeah, you might be a talented guy. No, no. I don't use that. talent. <laughs> <laughs> get rid of all that. No, but I see. Yeah. I mean, you're always spit these words out and hope somebody laughs. Is right. it an energy thing with you? Because I know you're right, girls. Yeah, go ahead. Is it an energy <laughs> thing? Yeah, seriously. When you go out on stage, man, is this just something where you don't know what it's going to be, Greg? Oh no, gonna, I know what's going to be. You do? Yeah, yeah. I got a basic outline. I can go. I can veer off, but I always head back. That's to what it. I mean. Okay. That's yeah, I mean. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I do. So you have yeah. the punch. But you, you will know the write punch. it out beforehand, right? You'll write it with the punch you think that's going to work. Yeah. 
Uh, and then kinda, what do you do? You tell stories? You just go off? I just kind of go with an idea. That's so great. Happen, that's yeah. talent. And then, Honestly, that's talent. <laughs> but it, takes, it is hard. I don't have that. I'm not working with that. <laughs> it takes. It, that's taking a few times. Time. I got no it takes time to go. It, reading dumb books. The art of war. Whatever, <laughs> the war, war of art. art. Whatever it is. The war of yeah, art. I Basically, I said, stop reading this book and start writing jokes. <laughs> All right. Okay. How do you do it, Mark? Uh, I, I actually, I steal most of my materials. <laughs> <laughs> Watch other guys Simpler, do it first and then simpler. seems so, so, so simple. No, do you, do no you, yeah, it's a lot. It's actually, I, I'm very verbatim. I really, yeah, well, you're, yeah. song, you're writing a lot of songs though. I write so. a lot of songs, but I write a lot of jokes too. Yeah. You know? yeah the stand up though too. stuff. Is it, is it more like, you want, you want uh, you, you're a good story, great storyteller. We were talking about that last night. I was saying you should bring more stories in. Do you, do you yeah. not want to do that? Or Sometimes is that something I do. Did? I write out, I write out stories cause you know, there are things that I think are funny and, uh, but but you know, I, I, basically, like in between, like the way my show is kind of <coughs> structured, right. there's a few stories. Like I have the one about Tia, like my uh, my youngest daughter. You know, uh, well, mm-hmm. it's actually about both of my daughters. They were going through a phase where they just wanted to sleep with mommy and daddy. They okay. were little at the time, you know, right. four or five years old. They just want to they take any excuse they can. You know, they want to come to bed and sleep with mommy and daddy. And my whole premise was that you. You have to put a stop to that really quickly, and we did. It was it was great. They got through the phase. It was great. I was, one of the things that we did to get them through it was I was going on the road, getting ready to go on a road trip, and I said, look, if you stay in your own bed the whole time that I'm gone – when I come back, I will bring you a special surprise. And they're like, special surprise? Yes, the reward, right? The right, reward. right. And great. I just didn't plan on finding out the way I did there. I was at the airport getting my bags off the carousel. My youngest, right. Tia, running 30 yards away, screaming the words I never thought I'd hear. <laughs> daddy, daddy, nobody slept with mommy this week. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. That's funny. That's a great punch. And what was the special surprise that you brought home? Uh, <laughs> That's what I was wondering. Three Puerto Rican what hookers. Was it? No, I'm kidding. No. It was <laughs> Chippy the dog. Chippy, Chippy the dog, no. Yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a little something. Nobody nah, slept with never mommy. I, I love Nobody stories. slept with mommy the, this week. They couldn't wait to get their surprise. The, the reason I like stories is they're tough. To, they're tough to, for people to <laughs> well, steal. Well, that's the thing. They're yeah. yours. They're thumbprint on them. You're yeah. unique. Yeah. yeah. Like you know, I, you'll think of a story that you uh, that happened, but I never use in stand up. You know, like yeah. you think of like Paul McCartney has right. had all these life experiences, but he didn't write his latest song Off until of whatever, like 67. You know? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, I think. True. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say the hardest thing for me because I'm so winded and stuff is cutting to the chase. And that, that's where Han's really good. Han just cuts through all the extraneous and bam. And you're, you're right. great at that too. Just, you know, quick punchline, yeah. quick payoff, boom. I take a little longer to set up, you know, and then and there's a nice payoff at the end. You're playing most guitar of the time, in the background. Like, hey, man. Hey, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Well, that's you're right, Greg. But I do like the stories though, because it, yeah. it's more unique. I'm gonna start and telling it. Greg Hans, kick-ass story. <laughs> Great new storyteller. There it is. Yeah, but my, you know what? Uh, raccoon was once on my porch. <laughs> I, I, I changed, moved some things around, and my I covered the water up so the raccoon no longer comes out to my porch anymore. Greg Hans, kick-ass stories. I got more coming up. <laughs> you gotta have a pipe. That's right. Tell right. them. Theme song right well, now. The reason you haven't seen me on Letterman is because they think I stink. All right, another story. It's not stop. Oh, what joke? What joke? Frank, I'll start with you. Did someone? The women to give the names. Is there a joke that you had you loved that worked in your act that someone stole? Everybody's had a story like I, that where I, somebody. I, or, I have several. They, they, oh, I know. I know. <laughs> There's you, a few. A but one of the best ones is one of the best story, ones, and I don't know. Is uh, uh, this is when I was still in Pittsburgh and mm-hmm. I had that uh, the bit. I'll still pull out once in a while. It's the greatest hits. Um, <laughs> it's about uh, when my mom stays where I went to stay with my mom and having the condoms on the shop, put condoms on her shopping list. And uh, uh, my, I went to stay with my mom. So for the first time as an adult, I put down things I wanted from the store to see if she'd bring them home. Yeah. Put down stuff like, you know, Cheez Its, TV Guide, whatever, put condoms thinking it was a joke. Mm-hmm. She comes around to the back of the house. Who put this on my list? I did, mom. And she says, I just bought Cheez Its last week. If you would look in the kitchen for the food, you know, an hour later comes home with rubbers. <laughs> so I do this bit. I've been doing this in Pittsburgh since I was a kid, right? Okay. And some girl comes up to me after show once and goes, Hi. And she's just baffled. She's all like, <laughs> Um, I, I have to. Is that a true story? I go, oh yeah, I've been doing it for. She goes, yeah. Um, I went on a date with a guy last week, and he told that story as if it was his oh life. Oh my god, he hijacked. Your yeah, story. and I think there was even yeah, another one, another small story. So some guy was using it. I'm like, did you sleep with him? She goes, no. And I go, well, that's that, thank God he didn't get laid up. Not even from stage. But he was telling he was telling the story for life. So yeah, <laughs> wow. And uh, I busted a guy doing one of your jokes at Henderson's Comedy Club yeah. in. Mm-hmm. Cranberry. Okay. Karen Rhodes booked it. It was yeah. in a Comfort Inn up in Cranberry. It was a shitty room. I was also at that club the night Kirk Gibson hit his home run and I missed it because I was getting paid and I saw him coming to bat and they go, we can't have you back here when we're paying you. And then I drove to a party and I walked in. Everyone's like, did you see it? I'm like, what? They're like, he hit a home run. All right. So anyway, oh. 
this guy, and I'll say his name because his name was Tom Cool. He was a guitar comic. Okay. And he went up there and he did uh, – he goes, oh, I love Springsteen. Yeah, he goes, you know, mm-hmm. he's got that song like uh, I got a dollar in my pocket, 50 million in the mm-hmm. other, yeah, which is one of your bits. And I was, yeah, and I I was like – I went, whoa. Yeah. And I go, hey, man. I remember – this is like the first time I'm confronting someone. I'm like, Tina, yeah. I'm like, hey, man, that's not your joke. You know? And he, he's <laughs> like, what? And what had happened is this guy was such a rogue comic in Pennsylvania. He probably heard DVE all the time yes. and heard yeah. it and just went, well, I'll take it. And I'm like, so you're, you stole it, but you're also dumb. Like you're doing <laughs> it in the region area. where you stole it from. Yeah. I used to get people that would – I'd confront them too and I, I had to quit confronting them you know, because they just look at me and say it's stock and what are you going to do? Get in a fight with someone? And the one specific <laughs> yeah. one that I knew <laughs> that I really called was I, – I was, I was fortunate. It was, there was a guy uh, who opened a club in, in Rochester, New York in 1986, 87. Oh, God. And, uh, yeah, and, and, he, and he was the opening weekend. And because I had a clean act and I was starting to become a head, you know, his headline maybe a year and a half or so – Clean is what you want the first week, like kind of the press there, some of the impressions. And Seinfeld was uh, Seinfeld was going to be the headline. So said, Jerry wants someone to clean in front of him. It was yeah. two weeks with Jerry Seinfeld. So, so he said, "Oh, great, that's fantastic." And, and you know, he ended up being just the nicest guy and the ultimate professional for you know, yeah. like twenty four or twenty five. Like, wow, yeah. working with him and watching him. This was about a year before the show hit. That we as comics knew him from his, you know, sure, fourteen or twenty legendary yeah. Carsons, the sock thing and all. But anyway, uh, <laughs> but the he tiny hangers, tiny hangers, yeah. and on the side of the dryer. Yeah. But uh, but he uh, and I were he was help. We were all <laughs> pitching in. He was pitching in with me and us on uh, a bit. He, it was when he was working on a bit with the horse at the track with the blinders, you know, and the, the horse goes around, and goes, and hey, I was just here, you know, and, and he's. <laughs> And I watched him a million times to perfect it. And I had this joke, this one line, and it was it was just simple. It was about it had to do with a mall. I was just doing Ben Clinks the mall guard. I was on the yeah. radio, yeah, but I was working on the uh, character. I know you're and so. part of the character was you know how I need the mall guard because I walked out and I said, where the hell do I park? I somehow lose my car after an hour, but I want a mall guard. But anyway, he walked up to me, Jerry goes, Mallzheimer's, Jimmy, Mallzheimer's. Ah. And I'm like, that's fantastic. What a brilliant line. Alzheimer's. I had Alzheimer's. So I start doing that. And it gets laughing. Uh, about six months go by. And there's a comedian in Pittsburgh. I don't remember, even remember his name. I don't think the guy does comedy in Graffiti or something. And I'm looking, this guy does the Alzheimer's joke right there in front of me. I'm like, holy shit. And I walked up and say, hey, man, that's my joke. He goes, no, it's stock. Everybody's done. I'm like, and what do you what do you do to that? He said, no, no, do? no, you didn't hear me. It's my joke. Yeah, right. yeah, I'm not stock. Yeah. I'm the guy that wrote it. Someone yeah. wrote it. I'm the guy that wrote it. And Someone even, had yeah, that and he'll yeah. go, yeah, and he'd go to the next the show and do it. It's, it's, <laughs> Start grappling. Yeah. It's sad to have you too, Greg. Put him in a rear naked show. Oh, no, Krav Maga. I, I did a gig, right. I did a gig once in the, uh, the kid, they're like, we've got an opener for you. He's such a huge fan of yours. And the kid went up and after, <laughs> did you? I want, he did my act. <laughs> no, he did. Yeah, I had a memo. Oh, oh, that, that happened to me. He had a little that bit of a, uh, a, little bit of a balance house. with his brain. <laughs> had a little brain problem. Right. Yeah. He's a great kid. He went up there. He did my act completely. <laughs> it was beautiful. So I sat there watching the opening act, do my act, do what I was about to do. <laughs> he did a half an hour. He killed. All memorized. And killed. It was it. great. That's awesome. It's an honor, Actually, kind it was, of. It was kind of an honor. It's like, a tribute. At first, I was like, you know, shocked, a little bit appalled. <laughs> they started thinking, this is kind of funny. This is a great story. <laughs> and this is fascinating. <laughs> it is amazing. I'm going to go up and do the same. I just did my act. My act. I did fine. You could do the original. <laughs> I did my act. <laughs> Yeah, Jesus. it was interesting. <laughs> oh God, it's awesome, man! Oh, and Mark, that happened to you too. That happened to me too. Not, not as house. quite as innocent as it was, the Greg. Another guitar was... act, and he was going up, and he did every single, almost every single impression that I was going to do. <laughs> he did it right before me with with very <coughs> the... similar to like to almost the way it was done on my album. And, wow! And and I was on my CD. See, that's my ballsy, CD had been like... out for five years, and I was doing some of that same material at the Ice House at the time, and I watched him do. 30 minutes, you know, 20, 20 minutes. And it was like for him to do that. Jesus, that's amazing. You know, he was doing that on purpose just so he wanted to see how your reaction was. I have no idea. I, I gave him, I gave him my CDs. I don't think he knew. I think he just like, I don't know. Well, I gave Greg, him my Greg CDs. CDs. And I, Why'd you do that? I gave like him like my CDs and I go, very close to what I said to him. I said, here, if you want to get it exactly right, you can listen to my CDs. What did you say to him? Have been around longer than you've been doing this, and uh, oh my I think god, you might want to. Well, Jimmy, listen. Robbie Roman, come oh, on, oh, Robbie, we used to love the LA Robbie Roman. Robbie that's did a similar thing like that, Greg. This guy, but he was like he's one of those guys you liked him. He yeah. was he's legend around Pittsburgh. This guy, uh, and he drove to Texas for a one nighter from <laughs> yeah. Pittsburgh. He did? 
Oh, yes. Awesome. What should it pay? $150. This is, a, this is a true story. This happened to me. And this story is actually one of those ones that the story got hijacked that other people tell, but it actually happened to me. Uh, what happened was I love this. Uh, 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 Billy Elmer called me at, to do Waynesburg College for him. <laughs> he was sick, and he said, this guy, Robbie's going to pay you, blah, blah, don't mess with him. Like, what do you mean? He says, you'll see. And I get down there, and Robbie, and it's a biker bar, and we're on this like, loft thing, okay? And there's these bikers, there's no glass in a place it's all plastic i don't right. know why after about 10 minutes right. throwing shit at robbie we we're just missing him you know and robbie's up there and he has his leisure suit on gold rings <coughs> chains the whole deal his grandmother said we left him a lot of money like in what's a, his inheritance. license plate his license plate delorean comic, comic. You know, delorean is a comic <laughs> and he's up there and he talked like this robbie talked like this blonde hair kind of look like martin mall you know probably his 40s then and he talked like this and he's super duper you know they all joke and he's going for and he goes oh 30 minutes then 30 minutes nothing no, no, but his confidence is amazing. He's right. not flustered. Poise. Poise. No, no, no yeah, yeah. nothing. Well, no. he was used to it, by the way. Yeah. yeah. He was used to and, it. And I'm like, wow, man, this guy's pretty wild. But about the toward 30 minutes, he goes, uh, I like to do a little something called improv. I'm like, uh, I'm like wow. And I, I'm, you know, there you go. like I'm talking about 25, 27. Like, I've never seen one person do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, okay, why don't you yell out an occupation? Uh, yell out a place I'll be. Or, and uh, whatever, no, no, I'm gonna do it. And I'm like, these biker guys are gonna do this. So it says, right hand of God, and I'm exaggerating this. this big fat biker guys, 300 some pounds, get the knife, whole thing, stands up. Hey, Robbie. And this is after 30 minutes of bombing. He's a cigarette in his hand, he goes, Yes. He goes, You're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> without flinching, without flinching, Robbie goes, Anybody else? <laughs> Anybody else? <laughs> and, he, and he introduced me. He goes, hey, Jim, my, I'm my good friend. I have known him for years, which I never met him. He goes, Jim Crenshaw. And he runs, and he, <laughs> he runs off, and his leg gets caught in a cord. And but he also Mike used to do head. like he'd do some of your jokes. I just wanted to Mike make him. Mike hit him in the head, almost knocked him out. Oh, Didn't man, he cried one nuts. I had one of those. He did. Shows. He, uh, he what, did one of your lines right before. I wanted he to make him laugh so bad. That's the one I was. He did. We did it. We were at this place called Tickles. He did similar to what you experienced. He did the. Last 10 minutes of his act <laughs> were the first 10 of mine. <laughs> nice. Which was stand-up stuff before I got in the impressions character. So he, d- he does it almost word for word. But it's Robbie, and we love him. I'm not mad. I'm just watching him. <laughs> I'm like, a, yeah, I'm just like, I'm stunned a little bit. Like, uh, what's going on? And as we're passing, I had <laughs> shake his hand. He introduced <laughs> you me. Know? I go, why would you do that? And he just looked at me just sweating. He goes, I wanted to make them laugh so, so bad. bad. That's very funny. <laughs> I but here, funny. here's something. Have you ever had somebody, let's say like an MC of a show, <laughs> an MC of your show, do three of your opening jokes in your intro? Yes. 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 Motherfucker, it was yes. him did it to me. me. Mark Eddy did it to me. <laughs> I just started comedy, man. Wait, are you jacking him? I was, no, I was, was MCing. Oh. I was just... I was. I hadn't even. I didn't by have the way, it down. I'm 20. I have like 10 to 15. I know. And I introduced Frank. <laughs> I swear to God, I've been doing comedy like like That's a month awesome. or something. Yeah. And I go, ladies and gentlemen, I said, Frank, you know, bring up your next comic right now. <laughs> he used to be. <laughs> he looks like your paper boy. He used to be about to check your cheese. Boy. He drove his big wheel here. I'm backstage going. That's my first oh, three yeah. minutes. Right oh there. my God, you're kidding. <laughs> he breaks me out. I'm going. Oh, fuck. I I introed him with every premise. Yeah, he, his first, he knew. first four minutes shot, I'm just going, what'd you do? I, I don't really I, I don't even, even let it out. I go, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a bouncer at Chuck E. Cheese. He's like, dude, in the intro, Frank Nicotown, I just come out stunned. Because literally, we, he's like new. I may be here. I was having a blood sugar. We were doing like problem. a college. That yeah, so awesome. awesome. Yeah. And I just was like, oh, my God. I'm glad you remember because I'm like, have you ever had an M and you knew what I was going on? It was the funniest thing. The best. The best wait, you got me started with Robbie, man. Just one more Robbie story. Uh, Frankie. Frankie's um, he's starting as he's starting to get established. And, uh, and that's what I said. I knew you guys when you started. That's what I'm proud of. You guys are like the top of your game, man. One of the best in the country now, comics. Really. And, and uh the funny thing was that Frank was starting to become a headliner himself. He's getting real strong. And there was a place um, – was it Jurgles then? Was it, yeah, it was back then? You're booking and the, the, the yeah, Jurgles is now reinvented. It's real nice. It's, it's beautiful. Just, well, the North in, Park, uh, North Park took it North over. area, yeah. In, in, on Babcock. It may have been on Babcock at the time. Yeah, it was still there. Yeah, uh, in the room you were booking, and uh, Frank goes, and I was uh, in uh, Radio DV at that time, maybe four years in, five, so starting to get you know build a draw and stuff. And I gave you like eighty there. bucks, by the way. Yeah, my it, budget was like one fifty a week. He did it for like eighty bucks. Yeah, it was Frank. Yeah, we wanted you were getting it going. So yeah, Frank, absolutely. And I said, I said on one condition. 
Oh, you know, so we're, I was actually fortunate enough. I was fortunate. I was doing like thousand seat. You guys remember you did yeah, these cases? Yeah, we were doing thousand seat rooms in Beaver, come about Greensboro. So anyway, I said, "Friday, be great. You want it? Let's do it. But give me one. Give me Robbie Roman, man. Can, can you locate him? Can you locate him? And we'll, him and we'll work together." And Frankie finds him, calls me. Jimmy, I got him. I go, that's awesome. <laughs> I said, I'll pay you, Frank. Right? <laughs> so uh, me and I get my buddy Rod Schwartz, who, you know, they used to follow. Hi, Rod. I had Jesus. the fr- – Rod had – or I mean, uh, Robbie had a nice following. Uh, oh, yeah. see, after a while, he got a little cult following up, you know, such yeah. character. Oh, Jesus. Uh, the whole cult, cult following stuff. But anyway, so my buddy – so I'll never forget it. But, 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 and, and this was like, four, like the fourth or fifth year in DV. And it was just a phenomena. The, 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 the people were unreal, right? Our yeah. audience that's was intense. And they're chanting my name, and, 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 which okay. is that's how great these people are. And I'm like, wow, this is really. And Frankie and I are in a, a member in a back room, and they're like, you know, chanting my name and stuff. And I'm, and, and, and Robbie Roman, Robbie walks up to Frank and I, and goes, are we flipping a coin on whose headline? <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. Frank and I, we know what to say. Are we flipping a coin? I go, well, I said, I I said how about I you going first this time? Next time we work together, uh, you know, we'll go the other way. I'll next go. time we do. And he goes, okay. He okay. Walked, oh that's my funny. God. Yeah. Is it really? Oh, Robbie. But he this passed away a few years ago. Yeah. 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 Oh, man, I oh, you didn't know him? No. He died about two years ago. Yeah, we loved him, man. Heart of gold guy. He was a great guy. I loved the, the stories we taught. Us. The, the first, the first gig I ever did with him was it was a it was a it was in Hunting North Huntington, which is like Exit Seven or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a new comedy club. Karen Rhodes booked me. Okay. I was supposed to get. It was my first middle spot. I was supposed to get like fifty bucks a show. I don't know. It was ridiculous. <laughs> it was like a hundred bucks. I was working at National Record Mart at the time, making like sixty-eight bucks a week. Yeah. Now I'm gonna make a hundred for doing stand-up. Right. <laughs> So we get there and we walk in and it's just the most brutal place. And up until a week ago, it was a strip joint. So we walk in, you know, yeah. and it's just so it's just a it's just a low stage with like the gold bar. Right. It was a strip joint. Yeah. And I go up and I just you know it's not going great and I'm doing okay. And then Robbie gets up there and he's just eating it. And people are constantly walking the door. Like guys are walking in and they're like. Like they freak out like they're on a surprise <laughs> hidden camera show. They're like, what the oh, fuck? God. And they're just turning back around. They're just like, fuck, we got to get out of here. And Robbie only had one laugh in his joke. <laughs> it's the Jane you know the, the joke? Is it the, the Ronald Reagan? That's the one I'm thinking. The one, no, I have another one I remember. Oh. He used to get a laugh. The Ronald Reagan was like, do you think pre- when President Reagan right. watches Dallas and Jane Wyman walks across the screen, he goes, yeah, I fucked her. <laughs> That was his one laugh. Wait, there was one more. I, what's the other one? He'd get, he'd get a waitress's uh, tray. Yeah. And go, Ladies and gentlemen, John the Baptist. Oh, yeah. But literally, they cut the second show anyway. because it was so bad. I mean, it was just terrible. And they're like, we got to play music because when people are walking in, yeah. they're expecting to see naked girls. And it's me and Robbie Roman, who's on stage talking about how we just got a manicure. We're at a joint in like North Huntington. Oh, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> I'm taking that premise. <laughs> He'd love it if you want. To. Oh my god! But it was but the funny thing was he's so confident. Yeah, no, never. He walked off like he never yeah. fussed. Walked yeah, off yeah. like he killed. He had him. the uh, laugh ears, as Leno called remember, it. Remember when he was going to dive off the Sixth Street? No, Bridge you to told me this because I, this is before my time. Yeah, he was going to dive off the, the Sixth Street line. of the Regatta, and when I'm standing there, a bunch of comics, and I'm worried because I think he might do it. Because this is where people before. kill themselves. Yeah, was he going to do? He was going to do it to get pressed at a Regatta as a stunt. Yeah, he's going to dive off the bridge. And I walked up to him. I said, I said, you can't do this, Rub. You can't dive off that bridge. I said, cause I said, people jump off that bridge to kill themselves. Uh-huh. And he goes, that's just it, Jimmy. They jump. I'm going to dive. <laughs> There's a different break in the water. I know how to dive. I've dived for many years. I've dived in high school. He goes, I only need, uh, I'm waiting for a phone call. I only need two things, and, uh, and I'm in. I go, what is it? It's where I go, Frogman and a paramedic. Frogman? <laughs> really? Frogman yeah. and a paramedic. Because I get those secured, I'm doing. Somehow it was canceled. I believe. Yeah, he couldn't get a frogman. The, oh, he got he the paramedic. The yeah, he needed both. You know who we could have called? Ed Mitchell from Youngstown, Ohio. Ah, uh, I remember it. Black comic Ed yes, Mitchell. Yes, Eddie Mitchell. He was a frogman. Uh-huh. And he was really? a diver for the Did city. It? And I worked See? with him at Monroeville Funny Bone one night. And he was all he showed up a little flustered. And I go, what's up? He goes, because I found a dead body this morning. Whoa. He goes, I was in bed. They called us to come dive. And he goes, I knew when I woke up that morning I was going to find it. Really? And I'm like, yeah, he would dive into like. And he was from Steubenville or Weirton? Wow. No, he's from Youngstown. He's from Youngstown. Why don't I remember this guy? I, Black I guy. I remember. Mitchell, another yeah. hold down. Yeah. Me and Billy Elmer. He, we Billy Elmer yeah, we remember. Always we worked. All three of us always worked <laughs> together. But yeah, he uh, he would die. He'd find dead bodies. And, and, and he worked at Penny's. And yes. he had to do a set that night. And he sold suits at JCPenney's during the day. 
So he always had nice suits. He was funny, kind of. He had the comedians. same 25 minutes yeah. every time. It was consistent. It was, you know, was a great middle and worked the funny bone circuit in Pittsburgh. Where did you start yeah. out? Because this is tough. We were talking about stories of guys that we knew, you know, in Pittsburgh yeah, coming so, up. And yeah. great. Where, did, where did you start? What well, city? I started in Florida, in Orlando. Okay. But I'll tell you, recently I found a, a gold mine of an opening act, this girl in upstate yeah. New York. I don't remember the city. But she comes in, opening act, new, actually kind of an open micer. Anyway, does shots before the show, theater show. <laughs> Love, nice big crowd. Shots, goes out. I'm talking to the other comic. We hear a huge crash. She <laughs> fell off the stage, landed on the microphone, broke the mic, and knocked herself out. Holy <laughs> shit. I got to get her number. I got to use her again. That's right. <laughs> yeah. It was great. She's amazing. I heard a bunch of banter. And we heard a big explosion and people screaming. Oh, we got How old was she? Down. Oh, yeah. Maybe 25, 6, 7. Was she something. cute? No. No. Oh, wait, a female comic? Oh. That's just territory, hammered. though. He's Damn. hammered before the show. If it's wow. upstate New York, you got to use Marianne Sirk. Oh, she's, yeah, she's the bomb. Damn. Yeah, she's, she's awesome. She's a lot of fun. Uh, so, so, you, so Orlando was your town, man. Yeah, so I was in you, Orlando. Coming yeah, up. Bomb, bomb away, play a, uh, do a little contest in Daytona and make some money. You know, yeah? Stuff like, lived in like the back of a house, moved different houses, rent the room in the back of the house. That's how you live as a comic when you're coming yep. up, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely, that kind of man. Stuff. Yeah. A Wawa and a drug addict in the next room. Yeah. Like yeah. That. Had a good time. It's, One yeah. had a pit bull in the house, and I had to use my window. I had to go use the, the bathroom at the grocery store. I'd go in and out my uh. window, or I'd get eaten by the pit bull. I had a, had a choice. You could. Whatever. Who cares? We all got our stories. It's kind of interesting, though. I put it together. I put, you I'm did. Right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, a couple decades. You got to have that colorful I got road. Two weeks ago, it came around. It worked out. <laughs> two, two weeks is that <laughs> what it's been, Greg? Yeah, yeah. Nailed it right now. He's retiring. <laughs> but who were the guys that came out? You could say you kind of started. Well, I ran into Gardell right away. My first uh, oh, yeah, pay Billy's gig was with Florida. Billy Gardell. Yep. So he, he made 500 bucks and made 50. I remember thinking, what's, what's this guy going to do with $500? Wild. Yeah. Yeah, he had like dreadlocks and stuff. He was a tough guy. <laughs> Billy had dreadlocks yeah, back yeah, then. Are you yeah, kidding? Hippy dippy dude. Yeah, druggy type little guy. But he was very confident and knew he could act. Yeah, he had like a vision when he was a young. Kid. He was always always a talented guy. He was yeah. a smarter guy between the two of us. <laughs> <laughs> between the two. Yeah, yeah, he, knew he was smart away. I was the goofball. Apparently, yeah, <laughs> like twice his age. <laughs> yeah, he was always squared away. Ben Creed was down there. I love Ben Creed. Uh huh. I worked with Ben a lot, yeah, I mean, man. He was like in the 80s. a massive headliner when I was still an open micer. But these are the guys I, I saw. I don't know that. Yeah, Mick, Mick Cream, Mick Lazinski. So they were buddies. They used to hang with Ben and everyone back in the day. And, you know, they were really funny guys. And always, he's still funny. But yeah, Ben Cree was always nice to me, man. Rick Messina managed us better, booked him a lot. Wow. And those, those back in those, this is in the 80s, man. So yeah, we used wow. to, you know, I met, the, met all those guys. My first time ever on road. stage, Schubert was there. First time I ever went yeah. on stage, Jimmy Schubert was there. Man. And uh, the other guy was there, uh, Mitch Hedberg. Oh, wow. oh, wow. You know? Yeah, that's yeah. a, a great first, comic, first too. First guys I saw. Wow. Who Sean Blackham worked with right before he passed away. Did he really? Is Sean uh, working with Sean that week of or week before? Week, uh, like two weeks before. In Pittsburgh? Um, he was doing a college. I want to say, I almost want to say it was Waynesburg or something okay. like that. Okay, because I remember coming on a show and interview right around that time, too. It must have yeah. been that show or something. Well, it was his girlfriend or wife. Yeah, or, it was his girl. Right? So Sean goes to start the show. It's like 8 o'clock. Yeah. Get, Sean gets it about 7. They go, we have a problem. They're like, Mitch Hedberg is in uh, Cincinnati. And they're like, it's like an hour or two from showtime. Yeah. So they're like, what? They're like, he went to go to the airport, didn't have his driver's license. They wouldn't let him on the plane. Um, so they wow. go, you're going to have to stretch or whatever. He's taking a cab here, him and his girlfriend. So Sean goes up. They start the show late. Sean's like stretching. They keep going, stretch, stretch. Sean's like, but up there like 45 minutes to an hour. Oh, and uh, he does like an hour. And all of a sudden the, he sees like the headberg on the side of the stage, brings him out. And uh, it was uh, the girlfriend ended up giving Sean like an extra hundred bucks because they felt so bad. But the cab ride was six hundred and like fifty dollars. Wow! From Cincy, it was either Cincy or Louisville to like outside of Pittsburgh. They had to take a cab, and that, and then like a couple weeks later, yeah, he passed so, out. He's probably all this. Decri- Sean goes, he goes, he seemed pretty strong. Maybe they, he wouldn't get. Maybe he didn't want to get on a plane either because maybe he was yeah. had heroin with him and, or something. You he know, was. Sadly, he but, was a, yeah. uh, the two times I met him, man. He's a nice guy, like real gentle yeah. soul. You yeah. know, was not yeah. an asshole yeah. at all, and uh, you know. Through, yeah. Brilliant comic though, too. But yeah, so but that, that's it was a shame, like the man. Last guys to go on that open mic night, you know. They told Mitch, you got to put your name down on the list, man. Your name's not even on the list. <laughs> we'll put your name down for you, man. All right. Then he goes up late. I just remember watching him. He was just up, very funny, no punchlines. He just said, "Why is it? Why is it always got to be Zeppelin, man? Why is everything got to be Zeppelin?" Huh? That was his bit. And it killed. Yeah, it was pretty good. I it, thought it was so funny. Weird. It teaches, vibe to him. It yeah. teaches you too when you see guys like that and, and and Greg's compliment to you too, man, is I admire the 
confidence, man. It's, it's, it's comedy. It's like singers, man. Great singers. That, we were talking about a little bit about singing. We're talking about guys sing. It's about confidence. And Hedberg, you have it too. It, it's an interesting sell, huh? The confidence on guys. Yeah. Yeah, you guys too, but you know what yeah, I mean. It's it's a, yeah. You watch Greg's style well, is you go out on some, you take some chances up there. Yeah, yeah. I admire that. I well, what happens? I black out. I come to. Is that what, is it? Is it an energy thing where you don't? You just well, no, you said you know what you're going yeah. to do. <laughs> I, I, I go nuts. I mean, it's a I defensive think, thing. Yeah, got, you got to go crazy or uh, is it a fi- get killed? Yes. You know what I mean? It's a it's, war. Up it's there. it's I'm fight. Fight. You're fight you guys or flight. Are enjoying yourselves. You like? I don't care for it. I'm up there swinging left, right. Yeah. Boom, bang! Hit him with this. Hit him with that. Stay alive. I'm okay. Good night. It's fight or flight, <laughs> right? That's your, I know. Oh, I made it I through that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just keep it going. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. is the other styles ours, which is, yeah, it's not the end of the world. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. It's like, in the audience. You know, the the calm is, list, calm you know? is the key, the common denominator. I got a, I got a list, you know. I, mm-hmm. I, I got kind of a list, you know, that I, I, I kind of, yeah. It's written on your guitar. A set list written on my guitar. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I, I, it's, it's my, that's my, that's my prep. Hey yeah. man, why, why don't you bring us out with uh, a song? I saw you pick the guitar up. Give us a song to rap, right? Music's always a way to rap, it, right, guys? Music wins. Yeah, let's do it. Go ahead. Music right, wins, when, man. Let's probably bring us out a song. Since uh, we're in LA, <laughs> this is the land, man. This is a song about working and living in the San Fernando Valley. Well, I want a job where it's not so wrong to walk around naked all day long. Where my co-worker is a smoking hottie, she makes me tan and shave my body. We don't talk about politics or war, just who's doing who from whose back door. You never cross a line or go too far. It's the life for me. I want to be a porn star. Porn stars live the life of luxury. There's Peter North, there's Ron Jeremy, oh, Amber Gina, and Ginger Lynn are rocking my world at the AVN. It'd be great, it would rock all the girls stroking my guitar. <laughs> I want to be a porn star. I don't mind testing for STDs, I'm easy going. I'm easy to please, I'm living the dream and getting paid. I'm showing up late, still getting laid. This is one career where the boss don't mind if he catches a glimpse of my behind. Sexual harassment's always tolerated. The porn star's life is highly underrated. Anna Jameson would know me, she would never miss. Just one chance to blow me, hey, blow me a little kiss. Yeah, it'd be great, it would rock. All the girls riding on my car. I want to be a porn star. I want to be a porn star. With my leading lady looking deep into my eyes saying, I want to be a porn star. And though I really love playing my guitar, you know the life for me is to be a porn star. Amen. Mark Eddy. <laughs> yeah, man. It's a ballad. Mark, that's great, Mark. Greg Hahn. Especially when she talks to him. Frank Nicotero. <laughs> Jim Crane, no restrictions. Wes, Anthony, thanks, buddy. And thanks to all our friends at the Sideshow Network. We love the Sideshow Network. And it was a lot of fun being out here in L.A. And uh, we'll be back in the Berg uh, for the next show here. But it's Jim Crane. No restrictions, Wes. My boys, Greg Hahn, Frank Nicotero. Thanks, Mark, Jimmy Crane. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Thank you. your business, whether large or small, is in need of commercial collections, choose PrimeCore Group. PrimeCore Group is a Pittsburgh-based corporate collections agency. Now, if your business is owed money, PrimeCore Group is there to help you. On a contingency basis only, PrimeCore Group will recover what is owed to you in a professional and trusted manner. Contact PrimeCore Group today by going to primecoregroup.com.